Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. My bard is a storyteller who recites traditional texts associated with a particular oral tradition, and I'm here to recite and to amplify what the literature of the Bible says about who is God and who are human beings. Here's the place we're at today. In our last podcast, we began the discussion about humanity in the Bible. We examine what the Bible says about origins. In today's readings, we hear what the Bible says about spirituality. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the text states, quote, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, unquote. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 15, the text says, quote, you saw no form of any kind the day the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the fire, unquote. In Isaiah 40, verse 25, the text reads, quote, To whom will you compare me, or who is my equal, says the Holy One, unquote. And in the New Testament, John chapter 4, verse 24, the text asserts, quote, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, unquote. People that do not acknowledge the Bible's God have trouble with the idea of spirituality. They do not use the term as it is used in the Bible. They think spirit means intellect, emotion, fears, passions, and creativity, which are all ideas expressed originally by Plato. Human spirituality in the Bible is based upon God. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, which we read, makes clear that the human spirit was created from the breath of God breathed into a lifeless physical body. Since we view the Bible text as literature, using a literary analysis, the idea of the breath of God is an analogy of something invisible, like breath, leaving God and being placed by him in the human body. Whatever this breath was, it created human life, for, the text states, man became a living soul. Here's the literary picture. God is described as if he were a human potter. He gathers unformed clay, and out of that pile, he shapes the human body. As an example, think of the life-size clay human figures found in the burial caves of Chinese emperors. Except the body God creates is a body of flesh, with every mechanism, every organ, fully formed and a waiting animation. Then God bends over this human form, and into its nostrils breathes a breath, thus creating a human being. Now the Chinese terracotta warriors remain to this day lifelike but hollow figurines. The Bible's figurine, formed originally from dust, is transformed in the hands of God, that's a metaphor, into a body of flesh awaiting spirit. In response to God's breath, in a startling moment of consciousness, Adam opens his eyes. He's fully human and fully grown. He can think, he has feelings, he can will to action, and each organ in his physical body performs its function after God's breath has given his body life. But the Bible story about Adam, the first human, says that he did not retain the spiritual purity of his created state. 
The Bible states in Genesis 2.15 the following, quote, And the Lord God commanded the man, You must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will surely die, unquote. In this story, the man and woman disobey the command of God who created them, and at the moment of their disobedience, something in them dies. It isn't their physical bodies, because after they eat the forbidden fruit, their story continues. What dies is some part of whatever created their life. Whatever it was that died, the death of that thing separated humanity from the God that created them in spirituality. They are also told that the physical death of their body will later follow this spiritual separation from God. Genesis 3.19 describes God saying the following, quote, For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Unquote. In this statement, the literature of the Bible explains the appearance of physical death as a punishment and curse for disobeying the warning command of the Creator God. What can we conclude? As discussed in Lesson 2 of this series, human spirituality is based upon God who is a spirit being. Human life began because God's eternal life, his being, was animated in some way inside a human body of flesh. Later, because of disobedience to a single command of God, the only command of God, that original human life lost something and humanity became subject to something called death. The entire literature of the Bible focuses on the terrors that arise on earth because of that disobedience and the measures undertaken by God to restore a new life to humankind that reconnects humanity to God. A new connection to God that cannot ever be lost or taken away by the disobedient actions of anyone of humankind. How the Bible describes this right reconnection, our part in it and God's actions regarding it, is our main interest. How the Bible describes this reconnection, our part in it and God's actions regarding it, is our main interest. All other religions on earth are similarly dedicated to explaining the source for human conditions and describing how that condition can be overcome. Those other religions and philosophies describe the source for the human condition differently than does the Bible. They offer different remedies for this condition and describe different eternal goals that their remedies are supposed to achieve. The purpose of this podcast is to provide the Bible's answers to those questions of the origins of human condition and the Bible's way to repair that condition and the final goal of the New Testament uh, that the New Testament describes for humankind. It is the belief of the Bible bar that the Bible's answers are unique among all religious ideas. They're not complicated, they're not difficult to understand, but Strangely, they're unknown to most of society, including those we designated as nominal Christians, meaning that they are people who know as little about Christianity as they do about any other religion, maybe even less, but call themselves Christians. This is the way the Bible bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to 
BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening.